gentlemen, welcome to a new edition of Over the Line. Brand new Wednesday, August the 20... What does that say? August the 25th, 2021. And I gotta be honest with you guys, I am sick to my stomach. I'm absolutely sick to my stomach over what I'm watching go down. This government is incompetent. This administration is incompetent. This president is incompetent. And everybody in his cabinet is incompetent. I watched a series of press conferences today. And to tell you that I was shocked by what I heard is the understatement of a year. These guys have had plenty of time knowing that they've got a, a crisis on this. And just from the political point of view, they've had plenty of time to save face at this point and come up with some excuses for doing the things that they've done. Excuses for why, why we see the, these things happening in Afghanistan, why we have people stranded. doesn't have to be true. They could just make something up. But they're still running around as if they have no idea what's going on. And I, I got to be honest, I don't know what team these guys are on anymore. I'm watching the Secretary of State and the Secretary of Defense and the Press Secretary and Joe Biden. And you would think they're here to support the Taliban. They're legitimizing these people. Basically, granting them the rights to Afghanistan and saying, you're the government now. It's absolutely amazing. You watched yesterday's show and you saw we talked about the, the, the timeline of events with Joe Biden. What he said was going to happen. Uh, how it was going to play out and everything else. And the exact opposite happened. Whether he knew that or not, everything he's predicted was wrong. And now here we are. I want to take today's episode and I want to show you what I saw today with these press conferences. And I got to be honest, you're probably going to be as shocked as I am. You're probably going to be as shocked as I was when I heard the words come out of these U.S. government representatives' mouths. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. First, let me remind you about Vaporforge out on 280. The guys that support this show... They make it happen. These guys are the ones that make sure you're getting a, uh, a, an over-the-line podcast every day. So thank them by doing some business with them. Patron this place because when you're supporting them, you're supporting us here on the show. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. 205-874-9010 is their number. They're right next to Bailey Brothers. If you mention over the line when you go in there, they're going to treat you right. I've watched it happen time and time again. They love knowing that you guys are hearing them on the show and you're making your way up there. It means the world to them. It means the world to me as well. And I, I appreciate you guys. Love you a long time for that. Also, patreon.com slash over the line. I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean. Who? That is the name, the website for the Patreon. Four different ways to contribute to the show. $5, $10, $25, $50 a month. However you want to do it, cancel anytime. It is your way to keep in direct contact with us. And occasionally get some behind-the-scenes content. Trish is working on a, a video of us at the Trump rally and kind of our point of view, like kind of what we saw and what we did. 
and we're going to post it on Patreon. So if you guys want to see that, make sure you sign up, and you will be uh, supporting the show in a big way. This is donation. We're not we're not asking you to pay for behind the scenes content. We just want to thank you in that way for um, donating your hard earned money. All that money going back into the show, by the way. Now let me start off with this. The Pentagon spokesperson, John Kirby, this is the first idiot of the day. He was the one, I believe he held the first press conference, and he's talking about everything going on. Now, the one question that Kirby's been getting the most is, how many people we got over there? How many people have we brought back? What's the plan? Nobody knows. But here's what shocked me. From John Kirby, anyway. Each one of these people shocked me with what they said. John Kirby said, basically, um, here's the thing. When we get all our guys out, it's it's, uh, it's a mission over. Mission complete, from the famous words of George W. Bush. That once we get our guys out, the Taliban can have it. It's their country now. Knowing what we know, knowing what the Taliban will do if they control that country, which will not just affect the people of Afghanistan, the women and the children, it will affect us. We are actively giving them space to plan the next 9-11. And John Kirby seems to think that's okay. Watch watch this this interaction. Absolutely crazy. The mission is over, and... When we are leaving uh, the airport, uh, the airport will not 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 be uh, the United States uh, our responsibility anymore. So how it gets managed going forward uh, will be something that um, that uh, you know that, that the Taliban who are now in Kabul uh, will, will have to manage them on on their own with them and and I, I assume with you know with the international community, but that won't be an American responsibility. Do you hear him talking about the Taliban as if they're just some normal group that just is going to be controlling the airport? Like, it's, it's not a big deal. They're just, you know, they're just a, they're just your average Islamic group. And so, you know, it's not really our responsibility anymore once we get up out of there. Y'all going to have to handle it. Another shocking moment from John Kirby. Uh, is where he is asked yet again. Now, every day he's been asked this question. How many Americans are left in Afghanistan? Do you want to guess what he responded with? Two quick questions. Um, I think yesterday you did put out a statement saying about 4,000 Americans have been evacuated. That's correct. Um, Is there an updated number, and do you have the sort of base number, how many have to be evacuated now? It's uh, right now today north of 4,400. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have a, a specific uh, number of total uh, Americans that uh, that uh, are still in need of of, uh, of leaving. I don't have that. Still, still doesn't know. Still, still, still doesn't know how many Americans we still have in Afghanistan. But one of the best was him saying, "Once we get up out of here." Not only will the Taliban control the airport, the incoming and outgoing flights, once we get out of here, which, what does get out of here even mean? You you don't know how many people you have over there, okay? So how do you even know when it's 
Mission over. Mission complete. Nonetheless, he thinks he does. And he's like, not only will the Taliban have control over the airport and the travel, but they got complete control. They're taking the whole thing over. Outside of that, the Taliban have set up checkpoints. We've talked about this before. And we are in daily communication with Taliban commanders about who we want to see get in and what the credentials are, what they look like, what's valid. Uh, and that, that, com that communication happens literally every day. We have been uh, nothing but open with uh, the Taliban about uh, who we expect them to let in. Uh, again, fully recognize that it's uh, that uh, that that uh, not every step of this process is in our firm control and that there are going to be instances where uh, it doesn't work as advertised. None of this. None of this is within your control. I don't know if you noticed, but not ever. And, and you, you see how the you, you easily get confused about whose team John Kirby's playing for. Well, we're being completely transparent with the Taliban, and, and we're in constant contact with them all day, every day, because we want to make sure they know we're good people. We just want to work with the Taliban. <laughs> that's that's what we're seeing. That's that's what's going on. I've got a cat meowing. Is that thing in here? We've got a new cat, and uh, it's obviously... Doesn't know how to shut up. You want to really see what's going on on the ground? Here's, and this doesn't stop at John Kirby. This is this is not just Biden administration officials that really don't know what's going on. It goes all the way to the bottom. Hold on, let me text Trish. Get the cat, please. Oh, let me just call her. Let me just do this live on the show. Now, now I forgot what I was talking about. Now I have to go back. Hold on. Hey, will you get the the new cat? It, it's I'm doing the show right now, and it's like screaming bloody murder. Oh no! Okay. Thank you. Okay, where was I? It's not just John Kirby. John Kirby is a direct reflection of what's going on on the ground. So it's we're we're not dealing with a situation where John Kirby's just kind of lost and isn't really paying attention, but our guys on the ground know what they're doing. What you're hearing from John Kirby is actually what's happening on the ground. We got a good, clear picture of that from an ABC News report. Tens of thousands have now fled, but many still unable to get through. I pressed General Sullivan, who's in charge of civilian evacuations on the base, whether all Afghans who helped the U.S. mission will be evacuated from the country. How confident are you that all American citizens who want to leave, all Afghans, who risk their lives to help us in this mission will get out in the next seven days. And so I, what I can guarantee is we will get as many out as we possibly can with the time we have available. Which uh, implies some will be left behind. I, or could I won't be. speculate that, on that. All I can say is we will get as many out as we possibly can. And so let's bring in Ian Panel reporting from the airport in Kabul for us again tonight. And Ian, I, I can't speculate on whether or not we're going to get everybody, but... All I can tell you is we're just going to do what we can do. And this is what a lack of leadership looks like. This is a direct picture. So what you're hearing, this is one thing you got to you got to give uh, the, the the Biden cabinet, you got to give them benefit on this. It, it, what they're saying 
on the podium is actually what's happening on the ground. Possibly the first time these guys in their life are being honest. When they tell you they have no idea what they're doing and that they're treating the Taliban terrorists that chop the heads off of shoulders. When they tell you they're treating them like a legitimate government, that's exactly what they're doing. And they're trusting these people. That's the scary part. They're trusting these people. They say, our success in successfully getting out of Afghanistan is going to rely on the cooperation of the Taliban. We're going to have to trust them in making sure our guys are safe. That's what they're doing. Tony Blinken, earlier today, Secretary of State, at the podium, talking about this very issue, saying, hey, we trust the Taliban. We're taking every precaution, but this is very high risk. As the president said yesterday, we're on track to complete our mission by August 31st, provided the Taliban continue to cooperate and there are no disruptions to this effort. We're taking every precaution. So you see, uh, first of all, there, there's two things there. One, they keep going back and forth on whether, uh, whether August 31st is their deadline. They come out and they say it's not our deadline, and then they say it is, and Joe Biden says it is, and they say it's not. Everybody knows you're not going to be able to get all the Americans out by August 31st. But the trust of the Taliban, I told y'all this was going to be shocking, trusting the Taliban, that's where we're at. Can you believe this? How can we go from such a safe and secure country to eight months later being in more danger than we've been in in 20 years? In eight months. Our borders wide open. We allowed the Taliban to come into Afghanistan and release 5,000 terrorists from prison. Do you think they're going to turn their back on their their life of crime and terrorism? No. No. They, they just got locked up by the Americans for months and even years. Been sitting in a cell. What do you think they want to do? Go have a cheeseburger? No, they want revenge. And how can they get revenge? Well, they got to get into the country. Well, how are they going to do that? I don't know. The southern border, maybe? Border Patrol overwhelmed? And they're supposed to stop this wave coming? This ain't women and children coming this time. These are Middle Eastern terrorists looking for blood. That's who's coming this time. Tony Blinken goes on to talk more about the Taliban permitting safe passage to our Americans, and to our soldiers. The Taliban have made public and private commitments to provide and permit safe passage for Americans, for third country nationals, and Afghans at risk going forward past August 31st. The United States, our allies and partners, and more than half of the world's countries, 114 in all, issued a statement making it clear to the Taliban that they have a responsibility to hold to that commitment and provide safe passage for anyone who wishes to leave the country, not just for the duration uh, of our evacuation and relocation mission, but for every day thereafter. 
Now, Taliban, you pinky promised. You can't go back on that. Tony Blinken said so. The trust in terrorists is so utterly shocking and appalling. Our government literally teaming up with terrorists. Now, you could go back and say our government's been teaming up with terrorists for a long time. That's technically true. But to be so open and brazen about it and to act like in front of the American people, it's okay? Is that what we're doing now? I I couldn't believe it. I could not believe I was listening to these people talk about the Taliban as if they're part of NATO and as if they are the legitimate government of Afghanistan. One reporter, thank God somebody did it, not giving this reporter or any of the media any credit, still the enemy of the people. But thank God this one reporter says, why should we even care what the Taliban does or wants to do at the airport? These are terrorists. Why should we even be remotely trusting these people in any form or fashion? I wanted to ask a more fundamental question about the Taliban. Your spokesperson indicated in recent days that de facto the Taliban are in charge in Kabul. But there is no legal recognized government by the United States at this moment. And it kind of begs the question, why does the United States even... By the way, you like the verbiage there of, well, there's no official recognition of the Taliban being the Afghan government now. Uh, That's what all these press conferences are. Every bit of them are recognition and legitimizing the Taliban as the Afghan government and the people that are supposed to watch our back as we leave. And not do anything dirty, because guess what? They pinky promised. You have to pay attention to what the Taliban wants. It's an SDGT. It's sanctioned by many organizations. It's already losing access to Afghan government resources because of its past and current behavior. Why should the United States even care what the Taliban wants to be done at the airport or frankly anywhere else in the country since they are not in the U.S.'s eyes a legally recognized government. Mm -hmm. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Our focus right now is on getting our citizens and getting other our partners, uh, Afghan partners, um, third country partners who've been working in Afghanistan with us. Translation, I'm not going to answer your question. Because it makes me feel awkward, and we actually do, in the Biden administration, secretly recognize the Taliban as an official government entity. Uh, Out of the country into safety. And for that purpose, first, uh, the the Taliban, whether we like it or not, is in control, largely in control of the country, certainly in control of uh, the city of Kabul. Um, And it's been important to uh, work with them to try to uh, facilitate and ensure the departure of all those who want to leave. It's like just waving a white flag and saying, well, you know, they're in control. They got it. You know, they, they claimed it first. So, you know, finders keepers. 
How is that not legitimizing them as the government? He's asked, why do you care? We don't recognize them as the government. And he says, well, you know, outside of your question, really, we're just worried about getting people out of there. But, you know, they are in control. Scary, scary, scary stuff. I Again, absolutely shocked to see this. And I can't imagine anybody watching that and thinking this is okay. Now, this is outside of just quitting on a 20-year war and losing to the Taliban. This is outside of that. We are now putting faith and trust into one of the most brutal, barbaric terrorist organizations the planet has ever seen. You go back to Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby, back to the question of how many people do we have in Afghanistan and will we get every American safely evacuated by August 31st since, I mean, as far as today goes, now August 31st is our deadline. That may change tomorrow. And then the day after that, we'll go back to the deadline. We know every American's not going to be able to get out by August 31st. Jinsaki was asked about this question. Like, hey, what, what's the deal? Because we're getting really, really bad mixed signals. If you don't make it by August 31st, what are you going to do? Uh, how confident is the administration that all Americans who want to get out will be out by August 31st? I know that you've put out the contacts. You've been text messaging, all, all the messages mm -hmm. and contacts to people. Is there any concern that there could be people who have somehow fallen through the cracks haven't been able to get in contact and they want to get out. Like how will how will the administration determine on August thirty first or whatever day the, the the military pulls out that all of the Americans who wanted to get out have been able to get out? Well first I think the reason the Secretary of State gave such a detailed overview is because it's not as simple as you've just laid it out. Um, certainly there could be American citizens, dual citizens, individuals who may want to depart, who have not yet decided to depart by August 31st. We know that is a potential. And therefore, we want to ensure we are looking at a range of options for how we can allow them to depart uh, and enable them to depart after that uh, date and time. Uh, it is also true that there may be individuals who have not... We're not what? What? You mean to tell me that we just have people, our Americans, our citizens, you mean to tell me that we have people over there that just, they haven't got around to it? You know, I mean, yeah, we want to get them out of there, but they, they've been busy, you know, they had to go get their hair done and go grocery shopping. So, uh, you know, they might want to hang around a little bit. That, that would really be the only reason that we wouldn't get everybody out there, out of, out of Afghanistan. Just because they're busy. I'm telling you, man, I, I feel like today, after watching this stuff, I had been kicked in the nuts. As an American, as a freedom-loving patriot... While watching these press conferences go down, I feel as if I had been kicked directly in the balls. So you see what everybody else is saying. And so you sit here and you ask yourself, well, 
what does the president think of everything going on? Where's his head at? What's his answer to all of this? Because he's at the top of the food chain. Obviously, he's got all the answers because if he doesn't have the answers, if he doesn't have, if he's not making the decisions, then we're never going to get this right. We're literally going to end up in the biggest hostage situation the world has ever seen. Thousands of Americans as Taliban hostages. Could you imagine? You remember what we saw with Tehran? Remember, remember when Obama allowed our 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 Navy sailors to be uh, be, be be taken hostage by Iranians, and the Iranians had them on their knees, and then we begged them, "Please give us our guys back, please." You remember that? That's gonna look like Sunday school. Before this thing is over. And I pray to God I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong. But that's what's going to happen. So what does Joe Biden say? Well, he finished his little press conference today. And reporters shouted questions at him. And normally he walks away, but I guess he was tired today. So he stayed sitting at his desk. And um, this is what happened. Thank you all very much. And thank the press for being here. We're going to go private now. Mr. President, the White House cuts the feed. The reporter asks, Mr. President, What are you going to do if Americans are still there after the deadline? Joe Biden opens his mouth and the audio gets cut. Now, don't get me wrong. Joe Biden didn't have an answer for that. But everybody knows that. And they're scared of what Joe Biden was about to say because it was likely going to contradict everybody else because Joe Biden's not on the same page with anybody. Joe Biden doesn't know what's going on. He has no clue. And that's why all this is happening. The guy at the top, the one that has to make decisions, is nowhere to be found mentally. And he is not taking part in any of these decisions. Thus, the chaos. Because you've likely got a group of five to ten people making the decisions and nobody's on the same page. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing. That's why you're seeing nobody have answers to questions that even we know reporters are going to ask. And the chaos will continue because you have an incapacitated president who can't even tie his shoes right now. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Share this video. Make sure everybody sees those clips or those press conferences because it's vitally important that you know what's going on and you be ready. What does ready mean? I don't know. Prep. Stock up on food. Stock up on, you know, those things we use for security. I'm trying to post this on YouTube, so I can't say it. Do what you need to do to make sure your family and your friends are safe because this right here, This is going to bring a lot of harm and a lot of heartache to this country.
Back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Until next time, see you, cuz.